Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one. Absolutely no one. Except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. Coming at you on your radio, your AirPods, your EarPods, whatever pods you got. Guys of a certain age, Robbie Kubelins in studio alongside... Art Shirley. Jay Reed. We're back together. Jay Reed. Jay Reed. Stretch it out. We, we, we miss <laughs> that's you. And that's, right. a, that's the last thing Jay says for uh, the segment. So I Jay, double the airtime. So, Jay, your mom paid a visit to the studio this week. I saw that was documented. That yes. was kind of interesting, and there's all kinds of stories. But I still think she's going to pop in in a minute. No, I, I she needs to. A special <laughs> surprise <laughs> just for you, Jay Reed. Our, our, our special guest. But I will say this because we, make, we uh, kind of poke fun, make fun of Jay collecting uh so yeah. <laughs> when when jay and his wife went overseas his mom said we had to build a room for all of jay's dolls, <laughs> dolls. action figures <laughs> and they're action figures mom and you <laughs> and you couldn't take them out of the plastic that's right they're still in the did they want to was there a period where they said, no, but hey. I did put strict rules on there. I, I, Nobody can, no oh, kids that's what can it play was. with these. It was, they had no desire to until you said, absolutely do not open the bag. But I, I thought it was funny that his mom and his dad had to have a special room for Jay's dolls. dolls. Yeah, well, the dolls Action are in my figure. house now and it's full of quilting material, so... Are you collecting quilts? No, no, no. It's her room at her house. Yeah, okay. Gotcha. So your your dollhouse is no. I do longer. actually have some stuff there. I went the day looking for something, and she found this stack of old posters that used to have on my wall that <laughs> that I didn't realize were still there. So this is okay. I'm gonna have to go back and check that out. Oh, yeah, I'd be curious what kind of posters a teenage Jay Reed had on his wall. It was not Farrah Fawcett. I was going to say, is it Farrah Fawcett? <laughs> it was not. <laughs> you didn't have Farrah Fawcett. No, I had Cheryl Ladd. Cheryl Ladd. <laughs> yeah. I figured you had you and Faith, a picture from you and Faith. <laughs> oh, I had the picture. Uh-huh. We were just seventh grade. Wow. 18 then, by 24. Then he burned it. Yeah. So, all right. Let's jump into Geeks of the Week. As much fun as this has been already, you know, with Jay's dollhouse. <laughs> what you got, Art? Uh, I'll talk a little Marvel this week. Uh, the rumors are out that uh, Tom Cruise is going to be playing Iron Man. And John Krasinski is going to be playing Captain America. Well, that's how they lead the headlines off. But what they're doing is for the Doctor Strange movie that's coming out. Yeah. They're really leaning into the multiverse that they're kind of setting up uh, with uh, the WandaVision we talked about last week. And uh, so what they'll do is they'll have Tom Cruise and uh, John Krasinski and maybe some other celebrities come in and make uh, cameos as alternative versions of Iron Man in Tom Cruise's case. And Oh, uh, that's cool. Yeah, Captain. Which... Tom Cruise was considered years ago for Iron Man. In fact, one of the artists, and I can't remember his name, Avi Arad, maybe. Um, actually, Is that used, how you say that? I don't know. That's You know it's probably not. Well, I, mean, I mean, it's better why than would we, Why would we be right in <laughs> yeah. That's actually one of the... Now, in episode 90, why would we <laughs> yeah, be right? Why? Yeah, happy 90th episode. Hey, is this yeah. really? Hey, okay. Yeah, I think it's 90. If okay. I could count right, it's Wow. Uh, but anyway, an artist has used uh, Tom Cruise before as his reference for uh, Tony Stark. Uh, drew a lot of stuff that you know you could obviously see that's who he was using. And then John Krasinski was one of the, I think, finalists for uh, Captain America. Hard for me to picture him as Captain America until I saw the John Clancy stuff. Uh, the Tom Clancy. Tom Clancy, John Jack, Ryan. Jack Ryan. Jim Ryan. Good Jack, Ryan. Jack Ryan. <laughs> 
<laughs> wow. Should uh, we just start over? I'm just going to be kidding. I'm going to be carrying the podcast all on my own <laughs> at today. 90, it looks, at, at, at 90, that's not the my age. It's the episode <laughs> number, right? <laughs> uh, you know, it feels yeah. like dog eaters yeah, for, right. for us in this that's episode. Right. So. But anyway, that's exciting. I think it's going to be fun to see. I hope that uh, pans out. So okay. if he turns out to be in the Fantastic Four later, which is what you often see, Krasinski. Yeah. That's is that what, going yeah. to mess that up? I don't think no. so because, uh, you know, we've already got uh, uh, Christopher, Chris. Right. Nolan. Who Reed. plays Who plays Captain America now? Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Evans. Yeah, I went Pike, Pond. None of these are right. Uh, Chris Evans. Who's Chris Pond? Chris Pine. Pine. Who oh, plays Pine. Uh, yeah. Captain, Captain Kirk and yeah. Steve Trevor. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Chris Evans. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, has played uh, Johnny Storm already. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I would think that would be great if he came back as an alternate ver- version of Johnny Storm. Speaking of that, and we didn't coordinate our Geeks of the Week, that kind of comes into my Geek of the Week, okay. where it's been announced that Jamie Foxx is in negotiations yeah. to play Electro in the Spider-Man 3, the Tom Holland Spider-Man 3. He was Electro in the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man 2. Yeah. So the second one. Yeah, the second one. Which one that's was. why I said Spider-Man 2. Yeah, that's why yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm following. Yeah. So, so you've got, uh, you've got uh, J. Jonah Jameson played by. Yeah. <laughs> played by. We oh, are man. farmers. That guy. Oh, what's his name? What? Anyway, I hope when we do this for real, we actually get the names right. This practice session is not going well at all. <laughs> Have we ever had a practice yeah, session? Just... Anyway, so we've got we've got what's his face coming in playing. Uh, uh, oh, it's J.K. Simmons. As, yeah, as oh, J. Well, Jonah James. And uh, so Jamie Foxx as as Electro is going to be interesting. Yeah. So, and they said they may do a completely new take on the character. You know, something that's a little bit more faithful to the comics is what I saw too. Yeah, who knows? So I don't. You guys probably haven't followed the the current X Men uh, mutant um, uh, timeline in the Marvel comic universe, but the whole thing now is more. It comes out that Moriah Taggart, Moria Taggart, mm-hmm. Mac Taggart. It's Mac Taggart, isn't I think it? So yeah, yeah. Uh, she is now this ultimate mutant who her mutant power is she can wipe off reality and restart reality from the time she was born. And so it's like on Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. It's Bobby Ewing. (laughs) Uh, and so the whole idea is she, uh, has been trying to forecast a world where humankind and mutant kind can live together. And so it turns out that the current Marvel run of, of, mutant kind the whole nine yards the whole marvel 616 universe is actually her last attempt or second to last attempt to write the whole humankind mutant kind saga so i'm going to be curious if they end up trying to do something like that cinematically yeah you know where you've got the the bobby ewing uh oh it was just a dream type of situation and reset the marvel cinematic universe dun dun that's did you, interesting. Did yeah. you follow that? Don't you love when all the dead people come back? That's is right. it no? Is it when all the dead people or when all the heroes come back? When all the people come back. All when people all the people come back. Come back. Yeah. Yeah. Dead people was another episode. That's when he watched in. Walking Dead that one time. I see dead people. I've got to watch Six Sense again. I haven't seen Six Sense in forever. So, but anyway, so that's my geek of the week. So we've got a lot of cameos coming into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Fun times. Take us back to the mid '80s, Jay, with your geek. Well, you know, my my segment is sponsored by the new movie Logan Lucky. Um, 
<laughs> it has that sort of feel to it. And I know I, I realized from the start, y'all know all this for sure, probably every listener but me. And I knew it too. It was just I came across a popular mechanics the other day magazine. Guys, he through. cut out a page of popular mechanics and brought wow. it in. Ripped it out. Ripped it out. Did you get that from the library? Oh, no, this came from work. Um, so you took it from work. And I, when I thought it was it was a new magazine at work, and when I was looking at it today, it's dated April 2017. So, <laughs> wow. Uh, anyway, but it was just an article about the... Actually, more current than I would have expected. <laughs> yeah. For me, uh-huh. for me, it's good. So, Robbie, I know you've made one of these yourself, the AT-AT or the AT-AT. AT-AT, AT-AT. baby. Anyway, it was just really cool because they were talking about... All-terrain armored transport. Correct. Yeah. Very good. This is not a quiz, but go, good job, Robbie. Gold star. <laughs> but they were showing how they did the motion and, you know, constructed it out of aluminum and then put yeah. skins on and that kind of stuff. And From to, the 1980 movie Empire Strikes Back. Right, right which yeah. would be a segue if we were ready for it yet. But anyway, <laughs> um, it's got a picture of this guy coming up through a trap door oh, in the I, ATAT. I, I know where he's going with that. Okay. Yeah, go oh, ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> I forgot what we were talking <laughs> about. <laughs> Art has notes, but they're not with him. Yeah, um, they are, which is even worse. <laughs> well, this picture is, is of a guy's head coming up through a trap door, looking at an ATAT that's about as tall as his head. And they're talking about all the different models they made and how this is. This was incredible to me. It took because they they have to alternate, you know, take into effect the weight of the object and the legs and the deceleration and acceleration. Two hours of work to produce a second's worth of film. Yeah, and I just—I know stop motion animation is crazy long time to make something. I'm a fan mm-hmm. of you know the Wallace and Gromit and that kind of stuff, so I've looked into it. But that's just amazing. I mean, now of course it's all CGI and it, and that's fine, but it really wasn't bad. You know, if you if you think, oh yeah, yeah. You know, if you compare it, obviously there's a difference. But to think how many hours and hours and hours they spent on that one scene. Just to get those at ATATs across the the plane or wherever. Anyway, I just thought it was cool. Nice little revisit to the uh, animation. Yeah, I did one uh, stop motion thing with uh, some GI Joe dolls. <laughs> You'll fight yeah. for freedom wherever there's trouble. GI Joe is there. It's you know just a few seconds long, and it took me all afternoon to do it. And you know I didn't have to create anything. I was just you know moving uh, parts around, right. know, whatever. But it's, yeah, it takes a long time to do that. So, anyway, that's it. Okay. Thanks for the flashback. <laughs> that's just a flashback. Yeah. Did you order uh, any make your own kits out of the popular mechanics? I did not, but I did get some sea monkeys. Was there an, un, was there an unpopular mechanics? Was there ever an unpopular mechanics? Like, you know, here's Daryl. He gives terrible quotes or whatever. <laughs> did you he, really? He or, can't. It's called Mad Magazine. <laughs> okay. There we go. Cracked. Did you really order sea monkeys? No, I didn't. No. <laughs> no. There's sea monkeys in that. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. There's sea monkeys in that Once I figured out what they really were, I didn't order any. You didn't order sea monkeys. I don't think so. I see. I I remember, though, as an older person, and maybe even a grown-up. When did that happen? They were for sale in in a store. We're still waiting. Yeah. But I actually saw, you know, I probably, I think I have bought them, but I didn't order them. Now, I I have ordered things from KTEL before. KTEL. The Disco Duck (laughs) 8-track. Gosh, dog. which I'm surprised my mom didn't bring up here to have uh, trans- sent into a disc. The Disco Duck eight track. Oh yeah, I had a cardboard microphone and I was singing along. KC and the Sunshine Band was all over that thing too. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. The 
No words. <laughs> Let me do a shout out to some fans that have told me they've been listening lately while they still are. <laughs> uh, Dale Moore said, hey, you only mentioned you always mentioned you only have two or three fans, but I listen every time. So he's a guy I work with. Yeah. At, uh, extension. Who's not related to you. He's not related to me. That's right. Because my cousin Mervin listens. That's right. My cousin Julie listens. And George Abide also listens. Hello, George. Listened to the Science Fair episode and said, no, I, he was not involved with the wind tunnel that I did. That was just my friend. Don and I that were involved in that. And uh, so we gave George extra we credit. We gave George extra credit, which we'll have to deduct from his uh, his credit. Overall score. Yeah, his overall yeah. score. That's there right. I'm sorry. But yeah. uh, who anyway. else? Is that all that we got? No, Listen. but I do want to say hey to Dale and George and all the other you know people that are listening. And we certainly do appreciate it. We're still kind of mystified by, <laughs> by the whole thing. Yeah, we really episodes are. In. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so we're, we're looking at, and this is what we should do for our 100th episode. We should do a live um, a live episode yeah. of guys of a certain age, like on a Friday at lunch. Yeah. yeah. We should think about that. So that's what, 10 weeks away? I'm in. Yeah, well, I don't know if it's going to be 10 weeks with our sp- sporadic recording. 10 schedule. weeks sporadic. Is week before Christmas. <laughs> Fun oh, times. Yeah. We're never busy then. Yeah, no, no, at all. No. no. Well, we actually did get together last Christmas, so we could, you know. That's what we should do. Go that's back right. to the guest room and do a, a live recording while our, our wives roll their eyes at us constantly. Yeah, and the waiters and everybody going, what are they doing? Yeah, what are they doing? <laughs> so We don't know what we're doing. We'll try to figure it out, and we're going to revisit some 80s movies on the back half. What? Huh? What? <laughs> We're back. Guys of a certain age. Jay's talking in the break. Yeah. We're going to leave that in there for, you know, local ambiance or something like that. So what are we going to talk about? I just realized in the break that I completely, we do prepare sometimes and I completely re- repaired, prepared. I did a pair You need wrong. a repair. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? But we're going to talk about what uh, what we think some certain eighty movies characters would be doing now. You know, as as Cobra Kai has has bubbled to the top of the public consciousness on on Netflix, even though it started out on YouTube Red. We've seen Johnny Lawrence, and we've seen uh, we've seen Daniel Larusso. What what they have become as adults, and so we've talked about. So, what are some other movie characters? What would they be doing now? So, yeah. and they're doing uh, Top Gun too. Aren't yeah, they, top, coming back. So that's going to be like where Ghostbusters, Bill and Ted. Yeah, Top, yeah, top Gun. Yeah, Top Gun Maverick was supposed to be out this summer, but obviously has been pushed. Right. And Bill and Ted's third movie, which I could not believe Keanu Reeves agreed to do, but that was kind of interesting. So. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't see that. Seen it? No, is no, it still at the theater? It. it was there when I went to that other movie. Well, the, was it at the theater? Okay. The The yeah. question would be, is the theater still there? And mm-hmm. then you can find out what's still at the theater. Yeah. Good question. So, but anyway. Well, it was a few weeks ago. I have not been back. So I'll probably catch it on it's stream. It's football season now. So. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, is it football season. Yes. It's a great day for football. So anyway... Uh, who wants to go first? Because I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to vamp. I'll, okay. I'll just, you I'll study while we talk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not <laughs> like I listen to your homework while we're doing it. Yeah. Um, I, I thought about the princess bride and granted that's, those aren't eighties characters. Conceivable. That's right. Well, it was eighties movie. Eighties movie. Yeah. movie. And that was our, yeah, that was what we said, right? Where are these yes, characters yes, from eighties movies? Yeah. yeah. Cause I thought about aliens as well, but anyway, we've they're, seen, we've they're seen all that. Dead. They're all dead. Yeah. They're all dead, man. Yeah. Game over. Game over. Game over. Um, so what was I talking about? Princess Bride? Princess yeah, Bride. Princess Bride. Uh, you could just comment on ours without. <laughs> that's probably what's going to happen. Be, but yeah, that's probably so, what's going to happen. There actually was um, William Goldman who wrote both the novel that uh, the movie was based on and the screenplay for the movie. Uh, 
pitched this whole thing as a, a fake novel written by S. Morgan Stern, and he had the in the book he had cut out all the boring parts and kind of kept the interesting parts, and then he's telling the thing, taking part of the grandfather. In the movie, they changed some things up from it. But in later editions of the book, he talks about a sequel that he's going to write called Buttercup's Baby. And, oh, gosh. Uh, yeah, he actually had a first chapter of it. And uh, the the baby there, uh, Wesley and uh, I can't remember. What's her name? The princess's, uh, princess's name? Anyway, Buttercup, I just said it. Yeah. Gosh, that is really. We may have to check Buttercup. me out later. Who <laughs> we really? From school? <clears throat> yeah. 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 Give me a note. Uh, anyway, Wesley and Buttercup had had a baby and had been uh, stolen or kidnapped by pirates. And uh, so there was this whole story that was supposed the to be dread told by that. Pirate? We don't know. Maybe there were people that had, um, the dread pirate had left and they were, you know, coming to take the care of The dread pirate Roberts. That's right. Um, but I think it would be interesting to see what happens with those character, characters. Now, unfortunately, William Goldman died a few years ago, not having written the story. Um, you know, so it probably will never happen. But I think, it, and uh, Andre the Giant, who played um, Fezzik, yeah, uh, passed away uh, several years ago, too. So he wouldn't be in there. But I think you have enough of the other characters and there's enough interest in the movie. We did see a fan. Remember the, the mm-hmm. cele- celebrity fan movie that was made of uh, a Princess Broad. So I know it's been a cult favorite. I know there's a lot of people and I'm probably really in this camp anyway that said, don't ruin it. It was perfect as it was. Don't go back to it. But I mean, it was such a fun world. And the characters are so much fun. It would be kind of neat to know what had happened. And I can see, you know, Buttercup's baby being this, uh, you know, for some reason, I imagine her to be, you know, this female uh, warrior kind of person. And maybe she's been brought up by pirates. And so, you know, they have to convince her that she actually is is not a pirate. pirate. Yeah. So it'd be kind of fun to see that. Anyway, that's who I wonder where they are, where they are now. That was only four minutes long. That's all right. I got three. <laughs> and the notes to prove it. Yeah. So, but, but would, you know, but what, we can talk about it. We can discuss. We can. We can. Yeah. So, um, oh, what's Or maybe not. Who played, I had a thought about it when we who were. Who played Buttercup? Um, Robin Wright. Robin Wright. So, Robin Wright as Buttercup today. How would that go over? She, to, to me, she is, uh, I've kind of typecast her as, um, Oh, House of Cards. Yeah. What's her name from House of Cards? I don't. She got very steely, very yeah. almost evil, very stern. Yeah. And so it might be interesting to see her go back and play something different like that. Of course, she also was um, what Wonder Woman's aunt in uh, in uh, the, those movies or somehow in that movie, maybe mentor. Yeah. And she yeah. was on that movie. Going Santa to be Barbara, the, the soap opera before she was any of that other. OK. And of course, she was Jenny. <laughs> she was Jen- I always forget she played Jenny. Yeah. Excuse me, Jedi. 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 So I was terrible. thinking too it would be cool. Uh, uh, you a were movie- thinking too she was in Forrest Gump. Why didn't y'all no, mention that? No, 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 no. <laughs> An adaptation of of The Princess Bride would be cool to see Fred Savage's character, the boy kind of coming into the story later. Like, oh, okay. Like that's kind cool. of a once upon a time deal yeah. where you all, all uh-huh. the, the characters are real and you code this other universe yeah. and he pops into the story. Later. Yeah. I had pictured him telling the story, you know, as his grandfather told him that, but I think that's, I think that's a cool idea for him to be actually a character in the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. Cool. All right. Let's start with number one of three, Jack. Number one, well, the, the first two. Wait, one of three? Ideas. Yeah, I've got some. I've been he just said he this. had three. I thought he had three minutes. No, no, <laughs> no. 
<laughs> this no. is not an 80s movie, but just in the whole spirit. <laughs> well, then, yeah. <laughs> oh, come on, come on. I think it would be cool. But I wanted to do, do stop motion. <laughs> there was this guy, Ray Harry Halson. I'm not sure if you guys have heard of him. Sinbad. I'm sorry, Jay. What were you saying? I've always thought it'd be cool to write a story about Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, about how she married the prince, but the dwarfs never left. Uh-huh. And, you know, that, how they were in the household causing trouble and that sort of thing. So that's just that, you know, somebody, I'll, I need to, somebody help me with that. E.T. Well, I think would be cool. Ooh, I just, I just pictured yeah, one absolutely. scene of Drew Barrymore as an adult, either coming back to her house to, you know, clean out her toy closet like mine, or maybe in her own closet. Anyway, she walks back into a closet and E.T. is there amongst the stuffed animals, just like in the original. Yeah. And But he's come back, and there's some sort of crisis that he needs to fix. Or Where's whatever. Elliot? Huh? Where's Elliot? I don't know. I mean, and doesn't care. <laughs> I only got the first scene so far. Wow. But Maybe got, they have to rescue Elliot. There you go. I, I can't, did Elliot go with him? or did, No, he no, stayed. Uh, Elliot stayed. stayed, right. But yeah. they need Elliot to come with him to save his own world. Or something like so that. So why would you get Drew Barrymore? Where did I she get was her? in it. She was I know, it. I know, but she's not just yeah, you He's need hoping Elliot. to work but with Drew Barrymore. He's trying to write a script where he could go work <laughs> with Drew Barrymore. Wow. Oh, well, she's probably a little bit bigger actress actor than uh, the guy that played what Elliot right his, now, right? What was his name? C No, C not Tom- C. Thomas Howell. No, no, no. Harry Henry Housen? <laughs> Henry Housen. He was a stop motion. He's he I mean, was he's in great. uh he was in the the um, what is the? He was in an Umbrella Academy, right? Haunting of Hill House. Henry Thomas. Henry yeah. Thomas. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he's great. But I, I just think he's also be fun. In the Haunting of Bly House. Okay. Yeah, he's haunted Had a, lot a of cameo house. in Watchmen. Oh, he did, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, that's right. He's making quite the comeback. All right. Well, then my but real I do movie, think, though, I do think, and I think what would be cool is if Drew Barrymore. And E.T. go to this island. At the end, there's Henry Thomas playing Elliot, and he turns around slowly but doesn't say anything. <laughs> and he's drinking blue milk. Yeah. Gosh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Well. So my real movie is St. Elmo's Fire. That's the movie Saint I want like to see. St. Elmo's Fire. What happened? Because I remember seeing right. that movie yeah. in the theater with my girlfriend and like getting Ooh. a knot in my throat because I thought, these are... This friendship is really cool. Which girlfriend do was I have, I'm not talking about that. Uh, um, was do I have Hill, friends like that? No. <laughs> oh, I can't tell that so, either. Yeah. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> so, all right. But anyway, so, the, so we're going so to have to completely movie. scrap this episode. <laughs> we're all going to get in I have, I have a plot with this one. Okay. Let's so go. So the plot is somebody dies. Now, I don't know if it has to be one of the characters, but. Joel Schumacher There's died. a funeral. The director. The director. Cyborg. Okay. Cyclops. <laughs> But all the people come back and they, whether it's a funeral or whatever, a wedding, something, they all come back and you've got, you know, hey, the couples, Emilio Estevez actually four weddings in a funeral that has that plot. Okay. Yeah. I knew it was a good idea. <laughs> Sorry. All right. No, go ahead. But yeah. I mean like, uh, the Andy McDowell character and Emilio, Emilio Estevez, you know, maybe he actually did win her heart later. And yeah. They got married and. I think I picked uh, Judd Nelson and Alec to back together. No, Judd Nelson was Alec. I'm sorry, Alec Sheedy, <laughs> who I had a huge crush on at the time, and later came. She later came to Ole Miss to do um, do a movie. So. Uh, Heart of Dixie. Heart of Dixie. Yes. Wow. Not, not a lot of stars on that one, but yeah, it was nice. I had to a hear friend of mine that was uh, in part of the crowd scene of that. Yeah, me too. Me too. I watched some film, some of it, but anyway, I was super crushed out on Alec Sheedy, so I love that movie, but. 
you know, she's, I think she was an architect in the movie. I was looking and, and Judd Nelson was a sort of, some sort of politician or wants, yeah. wanted to be a politician. So I pictured this scandal that he's in the middle of, but it looks like he's guilty, but he's actually the good guy. And she comes in and helps him and, you know, kind of a, the firm kind of a, uh, storyline as far as action goes. So yeah, just send your emails to <laughs> what's our email. Do we, does anybody check our email? Guys of uh, certain age at gmail.com. I think that's and, it. So, so does, uh, I'm sorry to come up with more of a plot for mine. Uh, so does Parr come back and do, I'm an old man in motion. <laughs> I'm a senior citizen in motion. I don't know. You know, I'll be amazed. It just hit me now we could do the big chill, bring them back, and actually make Cocoon 3 at the same time. <laughs> That's what I could. <laughs> <laughs> the big chill. That's the one I, I couldn't yeah. think of that I, this morning. I've never seen the big chill. I've never seen the big chill. And I, it's been forever since I've seen St. Elmo's Fire. I forgot Andy McDowell was in St. Elmo's Fire. I used to have the soundtrack. Mayor Winningham, yeah. Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe. Yep. Milo Estevez. Yeah. Demi Moore. Or Demi Moore. Was this? Estevez. Was Emilio. this? Um, you killed my father. Yeah, <laughs> the music was good. Right, the music was yeah. great. Awesome, yeah. uh, Naughty Naughty was on. Was part of the soundtrack. Saint Elmo's Fire, Man in Motion. Uh, so w- this was after Breakfast Club, right? Yes, Saint Elmo's was nineteen eighty five. Yeah, because nobody. Judd Nelson, I think Breakfast Club is what made him a star. I think the other ones uh, certainly Molly Ringwald. Was already a star by that point because she'd done the John Hughes movies. Yeah. Uh, uh, 16 Candles and. Right. What's the other one? Pretty in Pink. Pretty in Pink. And yeah, Breakfast yeah. Club. But uh, Breakfast Club would be a cool Breakfast one. To Club. See and I can't remember where that was in the order, but I know that so, had, Molly Ringwald had already, was probably the, the big name star. That I, I Maybe always, Emilio as well. I always felt that St. Elmo's Fire was almost an indirect sequel to Breakfast Club because it's the same characters older, kind of the premise we're talking about. A little now. bit. Mm-hmm. You know, then you got About Last Night with Demi Moore and. And Rob Lowe. Yeah. So, which even takes it a step further. But, yep. Yeah. You know, I I completely messed up what we were going to do. And I wanted to, and I thought, oh, you know what would be a great, a great sitcom? (laughs) I mean, a great TV show that I would love to know where the characters are now. Doctor, who are they now? No, no. Mad Men. Mad Men. So you are you never finished Mad Men, did you? Never started. Never Watch started. One episode, yeah. yeah, neither one. Not a single one. So I mean, it's this whole existential crisis for Don Draper, who's the lead, who played by John Hamm, and he's a he's a guy who's kind of womanized, and he's a brilliant creative, and uh, so he ends up having this crisis where he realizes everything in his life is is fake, and he ends up in 1970 at this California commune and so he's left his job at the huge ad agency mccain erickson and he's gone through all his money his ex-wife the the mother of his children has have cancer um all his friends are he really doesn't have friends the people he loved the most are are long are, are long gone and so he ends up breaking down in the last uh, in the last scene of the of the show, and he realizes how empty his life is, and it's this therapy group. And so the last shot is him doing a meditation yoga on a sunny, beautiful hill with a group in California. And he opens his eyes, looks into the camera, and they roll the famous hilltop Coca Cola commercial i'd like to teach the world the right. same oh yeah which was made by mccain erickson and the implication is he comes to the self-realization and he becomes a brilliant creative again and he creates arguably one of the greatest commercials one of the greatest uh jingles in modern advertising history 
Well, so you kind of you kind of get a hint of his character, but I want to know what happened to Peggy Olson, who was the um, who had started as Don Draper's secretary, became a creative director, and discovered true love in that last episode. And I, I imagine that who played she, her. Um, if you wouldn't have asked me, Elizabeth Moss. Okay, so that's the. So she took a bad turn, apparently. She's uh, now a handmaid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Different universe, different <laughs> yeah. universe. But I, you, you've got to see her. She ends up as a, as a junior creative director. Then she goes, you, you have to see her as a senior creative director, senior creative lead. She she breaks these barriers, these glass ceilings. She's got to have her own agency. Joan Harris slash Holloway, or would that be Knee Holloway? I never can Nay. Get, nay. Nay. Yes or nay? <laughs> it would be Nay Holloway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, she ends up starting her own production company because one of her former co-workers calls her up and says, hey, I need to do a training film, and you know all the people. So he, she starts her own production company, Harris Holloway Productions, so she takes both names. And then you've got, um, let's see, you've got Joan, you've got Peggy, you've got, um, you got Don Draper, and those are the three primary. You know, So it would be fascinating to see where they were 10 years after because Mad Men very much tracked the 60s from 1960 to 1970. It would be inter- interesting to see those characters in, in 1980 to see where they would were. Would be. Yeah. We should, do but pod- that, we should do a podcast on that Yeah, sometime. so... but <laughs> Instead the, of one about what favorite 80s movie characters, <laughs> which I think was your idea. <laughs> which, <one>. was <laughs> <laughs> which is... A, I'm setting them up for failure. Instead of looking at top 80s movies. Yeah. Uh, just, well, you know. So, in, in war games, did they ever have thermonuclear war? Is what I wanted to know. Would you like to play a game? So, did Skynet ever okay. come on? So, is... Is Terminator really the sequel to, to yes, War Games? It is. Do you think it is? Mm, I don't yeah. know. Well, anyway, so I completely failed. But Jay picked up my slide because he had yeah, three I, movies. Yeah. You know, actually, really only one movie. And what were the other two again? One movie, one fairy tale. And no, E.T. was a movie. Yeah, but that. E.T., your- San Animals Fire. What was the first one? Snow White. Snow, Snow White. White, yeah. That was your I'm sure fast there was a Snow White movie, but I think it was before the 80s. There's been a lot of Snow White movies. Yeah. You know, that your fixation with Drew Barrymore. Well, there's bound to have been one in the 80s. I don't think there was. I'm going to find out. If we only had a device. If we only had a device. Mine, you haven't given me the password on this side of the building yet. So yeah, that's right. <laughs> there's a reason for that. There's the reason for that. So, but anyway, all right. Well, I'll try to do better next time. Couldn't do much. Work. What are we talking about next time? I don't know, we but we'll figure no that idea. out. So, but we're going to go figure out what we're going to talk next time. Thank you guys for listening and we'll see you soon.